The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning, party people, or afternoon, or evening, uh, whenever it is you're uh, consuming this podcast, August 3rd. Uh, Matt Soper, Carl Brown doing things a little bit different as we are uh, away from the show on vacation this week. Yeah, and we had a bunch of people reach out the last time that you and I were off for a week and a bit that uh, they missed the podcast. Mm -hmm. They were missing the daily podcast. So we thought, let's grab a couple of topics that you and I have wanted to dive a little deeper into. That people have wanted us to dive deeper into? Give people more background on stuff that we're not going to be time constraints by the... Well, having a radio show yeah. around it. You know, all you the music, others. commercials. Yeah, the things that you have to do. Yeah. Yes. So we're just going to do a bunch of podcasts all week. We're just going to go back and forth for as long as we feel, just to give you a little little something uh, to keep uh, Soper and Brown going throughout the week. And uh I said, it's August 3rd right now. We're back from vacation on August 9th. Um, so uh, just taking this week off, kind of tie it into the long weekend, which we always say is the veteran move. It's isn't the vet it? move. Yeah, you've got the Monday off. It's summertime. We know how the radio vacation cycle works. Well, and you work. It's it's really like most people. I would say it's really no different. You work hard through the winter. Yeah. So that you can enjoy the summer. It's kind of like the school schedule. Yeah. September to June, we'll barely have any time off except for Christmas, yeah, and then we take some stretch during the summer. It's no different than anybody else. This is so. not unique. <laughs> um, I, I thought we could start by just, we, we get questions all the time about our radio journey and, yep. um, you know, you and I starting together and, and how, us working together. How did together. you meet? Yeah. yeah. You know, have you guys worked together before? And, of course, we've touched on it on air, but we've never had a chance to. Well, just like, in snippets. like Yeah. We can't give you the full, elaborate, this is what happened, <laughs> yeah. this is where we were, I was wearing this, Matt, at the time, wore underwear. It was a different world. <laughs> it was a really different a world. A different yeah. world in the spring, early summer of 2012. I only had one kid. We didn't have our own mugs. Yeah, this just, is true. They wouldn't give us any. No, they would not. Didn't we have hats? There wasn't there like Mountain FM hats. Not Soper and Brown. No. And I th- it wasn't even called the Soper and Brown show. No. It was it called was Mountain Mornings. Mountain Mornings. Mountain with, Mornings. <laughs> with Matt, Carl, and Kirsten. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This was uh so this is a Mountain FM uh station in uh, Squamish, BC, uh, Squamish and Whistler, British Columbia. Uh, we first met, would have been in May of 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had met you, I think, once. It's funny. I, so I, I met you right before I was interviewing. And what I was interviewing for, I was part time at the station. I was still a full time restaurant manager mm-hmm. when I met you. Yep. And I think, I think maybe the first or second time I met you was the first House of Dreams contest that you work. And I was actually interviewing. The next day. Was that the first time we met? It might have been. I was interviewing the next day for the for the promotions. Okay. I know I went to that House of Dreams celebration. Uh, it was a contest that we ran every year where we get a bunch of uh, just home-style um, clients together, renovation stuff. Mm-hmm. You give away a huge package, 12 listeners, a bunch of clients. Everybody gets together. The brew pub has a couple of beers, and then we draw a winner. Uh, at the end through through a process. Yeah, but it's a key thing. So we have it's this big thing. door yeah. and yeah. there's 12 listeners mm-hmm. and they each get a key that they pick out of a fishbowl because yeah. we like to we yeah. like to work it's, innuendos it's, in windows there. Yeah, and it's <laughs> like it's yeah, it's keys from a fishbowl and it's like the radio drama. You got 12 keys and you play the music and the first person whose key opens that door is the winner of the House of Dreams. It's like a $5,000 renovation package and different bits and pieces from everybody else. And it was your first. Yeah. You had just been hired maybe two or three weeks before. It was I was brand, brand new. Yeah. 
totally new. And <laughs> all the all the buildup, all the smoke, all the yeah. steam, and literally the first person who has a key, it works. Yeah. <laughs> we had this like two hour event. It was over in twenty minutes. Over. Over. <laughs> 20 minutes. over. Turning your drink tickets. That's funny. It was, it was over. So that was the first one? That was the first House of Dreams you worked, yeah. No, no, but the first time we met, that was? Either that or maybe at like a staff Very meeting. Very briefly, yeah. yeah. But it was the first time that we kind of met, and I was interviewing the I know I only stuck around for like one beer, yeah. and I spent some time with the sales team and talked to them, because uh, I was nervous as hell, because I was yeah. interviewing the next day, and literally interviewing to like save myself <laughs> from working. Yeah, because you, you hated it. Oh, and they had given me an ultimatum. Yeah. At the at the restaurant. Oh. They said either either you quit this and go work there full time, or you have to quit the radio. This, so this was the crossroads. This is it. If you didn't get that job, you probably quit radio. Probably. Yeah. Right. If I didn't hit that interview and get that job, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. I didn't <laughs> know that. I yeah. actually have never known that. Yeah. So they yeah the my GM had given me an ultimatum because he was he was really tired of me because wow. I would work uh, Friday nights from three to ten. Yeah. And then uh, Sundays from six p.m. To 10 p.m. Yeah. And then if there's a stat holiday, I'd work that too. Those are all times where they would typically prefer me to be mm-hmm. at the restaurant. Your Friday night, your Sunday night. He wanted to work mornings and basically gave me the fuck you and said that you're going to do this or you're going to quit. Which you can understand. I can understand it after a bit. Yeah. And I was really happy I got the job and got to do that side of the ultimatum. I don't think he thought that's how it was going to work out. So two things. I remember because... And we won't drop this name. Yeah. But there was somebody who was the front runner yeah. to get the job. Our operations manager had settled on one dude who had some writing background, some creative background. But because I was his, I was like uh, the operations manager, I was like the secondhand man, right? Mm-hmm. So I was, mm-hmm. it was his decision, but I was there a part he of the process yep. and, and, and whatnot. But he basically said, this other guy has to screw it up yep. or you have to blow him out of the water. Yeah. Which both kind of happened. Yeah, luckily but both happened. <laughs> I remember, I remember, and I don't know if you remember this or not. I remember emailing you mm-hmm. and being like, "The guy wants the other guy." Yeah. But I really like you. Yeah. And I and just like yeah. come come in with like the. Do you remember this email I sent to you? I, I I do remember like you gave me some kind of like a bit of a heads up. Yeah. A little bit of a heads up of what to of what to bring. Yeah. yeah. To be like this is you like you yeah. have a shot but yeah. you got to hit a home run not even like a home run <laughs> yeah. like I'm talking out of the park because yeah, the other dude was just kind of like he was like a laid back guy yeah. Uh, I don't think radio was even really his first priority. No, I don't think so either. He went on to do other things. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, it was a thing he would have done. And he probably would have done it for like six months or whatever. But you yeah. would have been looking for another promo manager by Christmas. Oh, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And then it just so happens that, you know, you joined us on air one time because uh, Kirsten. Yeah. Yeah. So I end up, I, I get the job and you've been there for a couple of months at this yeah, point. Yeah. So this I, was summer, I, right? I, yeah, I got the yeah. job and the job did not have any on air stuff. Yeah, none whatsoever. I would work uh like remotes like I did at, like at, like Kenny like, Yeah, Blog, so like a on, live on like on locations yeah. and that kind of stuff. But mostly I was the guy to edit our website and do all that kind of stuff and not be on air. I took this just because I thought if I got in the office, maybe these guys will see that I could do something. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you were riding solo. Uh yeah, Kristen uh was our news girl at the time and yeah. she was off for a week or two in August. Yeah. And I I was come to work early. And you're on show till nine ish, right? Yeah, I six to ten. Ran. I think it was six to ten. Six to ten. Yeah, either way, either it doesn't way, matter. Doesn't, yeah. So I would come in around eight o'clock sometimes, and you're just chilling in there. So I popped in and started joining you. Yeah. 
we have for a break here, a break there, and then sometimes I'd sit in for half an hour, and we just BS and whatever, and you were on your own. It was your first, you know, stretch of months at the new station, yep. filling in for a morning guy who I won't mention, who didn't do a lot of favors for that market. Somebody, somebody's worked here, actually. I was just going to say, I was like, are we saying that? No, I, I, won't, I won't say yeah, his name. No, no, you no. Can, I didn't even know you were going to say that. Nah, you can research it if you yeah. want. Yeah, they did work here, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. And the reputation followed. Yeah, I was starting to giggle. I was like, oh, are we going to say that or not? I but... love when that, uh, I love when your gut instinct's proven right about somebody. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I think yeah. that guy might be a bag of shit. And he's like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I worked with him six years later, yes. and he was. And it's like, ah, I knew it. <laughs> ah, I knew it. Right on. That's oh, great. But our boss's friend was just listening. Yeah, it was uh, somebody he respected and trusted. Yeah, it was, it was a buddy of his uh, in Whistler, in his like inner circle, who yeah. emailed and was like, "That was the best hour of Mountain FM radio they had ever heard." Yeah, and so from then on, that was it. My day yeah. got longer. <laughs> I would join. I would get to the yeah. station about five forty-five in the morning. Yeah, uh, join you for the show, and then do my full promotions duties from like nine till about three. Yeah, they did not pay me anymore. No, you all were they, working six a.m. to three p.m. Right? Every day. Yeah. Yeah, every day plus weekends. Yeah. I uh, I tallied up my last year there, and again, it's not like here where you have a promotions team. I I tallied up my last year uh, where I worked, and I had uh, eleven weekends of the entire year that I did not work a Mountain FM event. Man, so forty-one weekends out of the year, I worked either a paid or unpaid event for that radio station. <laughs> now, some of those were music festivals. Yeah, of course. Some of those were not music festivals. <laughs> <laughs> some of them were bleak. So that was August 2012. We started working together, started doing the show together. Mm. And, Can I uh, interject quickly? Please. Because I, and I'm trying to think if I've ever told you this story, because I was, I was close to not having that job. Mm-hmm. And there was two things that had to happen to even get that job. I'm glad I did. At the you were coming from Prince George at the time. Yeah, right? Prince George, BC. Yeah. At the time, I was disappointed I didn't get the other two jobs. Uh-huh. But man, am I happy that I didn't <laughs> because those two wouldn't have been great. No. Looking back on it, they wouldn't have been great. No. And it wouldn't have led to this. And I, I like the journey, quote unquote, <laughs> that it's led to this, right? Yeah. So there was two of them. One, I was trying to get a morning show position in Prince George's city I was living in. Okay, so a but local job. Yeah. they passed me over and chose somebody else because yeah. they didn't think I had the experience. Mm-hmm. And so I was real sour about it because I was a young punk and was like, I can do this. Like, you bet. <laughs> Fine, if you're not going to give me the job. Oh, I, I remember. Up your ass. <laughs> I remember my boss said to me, he said, well, no, we, love, we like you where you are, and yeah, if I hire yeah, this yeah. other guy, we're going to have such a strong team. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, fuck you. Yeah, like, you should have you gave me the job because yeah. now you won't have me. I was me. right here. Yeah, now you won't have me. I was so, right in your nose, man. <laughs> so I, I, was so, I was so like annoyed by it. I almost, I was, did I ever tell you the Saskatoon thing? No. I haven't told you the story? I don't think so. I was, I am talking like inches from getting a job in Saskatoon, <laughs> an evening job yeah. at a pop station, and I was also going to be the music director over there. In Saskatoon. In Saskatoon. I reached out, I, I applied, Yeah. and uh, I remember uh, I applied and got an interview. Interview went well. Mm-hmm. How was that? Now, hold on, let me put that on silent. Yeah. Um, I reached out, got an interview. Yeah. Had a second interview. Mm-hmm. Third interview. Oof. It's just they're working me the bone. But on the third interview, they say, all right, we want to fly you out here. Oof. And I'm thinking, 
That's it. You're not flying. It's, it's a lock. You're not running back to Saskatoon for free. Right? It's it's a lock. So like, what's your schedule? And the way. Guess who song? <laughs> oh, it's, oh, okay. Sorry. Running back to Saskatoon. <laughs> I forgot you're 71. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, my days off were Tuesday, Wednesday. So I say to the guy, okay, I'm like, yep, and this is because I think it's mine. The job's mine. They're not flying me to Saskatoon to not give me the job. It's not for a tour. Job is mine. So tell him my days off for Tuesday, Wednesday. And he goes, okay, how about this? Your show ends at 3 or whatever it was on Monday. Mm-hmm. Take a Monday evening flight here. We'll do everything on Tuesday. Fly you back on Wednesday. Done. I tell, Chelsea and I are looking for places to rent. In Saskatoon. Yeah, we are wow. looking for places because it's it's mine. Sure. So he goes, all right, what's your email? Give him the email. And it's like, uh, I don't know, it's probably like, it's a Wednesday at this point. So mm-hmm. I've got like five days. Like, okay, I'll be in touch with the itinerary for the flight. Great. Wait that day. It doesn't come. Sure. Okay, well, he's probably going to book yeah. it tomorrow. Thursday, Friday latest? Thursday, nothing. hear nothing uh-huh. from him. Okay. Friday, uh-huh. I hear nothing from him. Uh-huh. So now it's Saturday. I'm saying, Chelsea, well, this well, is this is weird. If you haven't heard by Saturday. Uh, so I'm reaching out now. A Monday flight. Yeah, I'm reaching out. Nothing. Reach out. Nothing. Call. Nothing. Sunday night, and I'm just looking at Chelsea going, uh, I guess I'm not going to Saskatoon. Apparently not. I, I It's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. It's now a full week. I've tried to contact Ghost Town. You got ghosted by Saskatoon. Nothing. (laughs) Nothing. And so I just go, okay, I guess it's on to the next gig. Back to the wheel. And so I see the Mountain FM job come up, and I'm like, oh, okay, well, that's where I grew up. And Yeah. Okay, I guess I'll throw my hat into that ring. Why not? And sure enough, same thing. I, I get a couple interviews. And um, I remember the guy who interviewed, he's like, okay, well, I'm going on vacation mm-hmm. to Hawaii for two weeks, so I'll at, contact at you after. Joe's Joe's two weeks in Hawaii. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, I have to wait. Like, he's <laughs> like, can you just tell me I have the job? He had to go swim with the turtles every year. Can you just tell me I have the job? No, no. you didn't think no. about it. So I had to wait those two weeks. <laughs> Agoni- you know what I'm like, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, know. No patience. A, no. you're, you're, Agonizing you over it. Christmas presents. And I, and, and I just, I want to stick it to my old job. Yeah, right? Like I want to sure. stick it. I want to be like, fuck you yeah, guys. Like, look at me. And I'm just sitting I'm a there morning like, show guy now. Oh, oh, man. Yeah. So sure enough, he gets back and he calls me. Yeah, yeah. okay, you've got the job. Yeah. Oh, great. Couldn't have just told me that. You should have sit on the beach and think about it for two weeks. Yeah. Calls me on the Friday, gives me the job. Yeah. That afternoon, after I get the job. Yeah. I get a call from Saskatoon. No. It had been a month. And what was the excuse? He says, I'm so sorry. Some things happened. What do you mean some things? We've went in a different direction. I later found out they they internal they gave they moved somebody up within the building. Okay. So which that's is a, you could have told email. me that. That's an email. You could have told me. Yeah. But no. No. <laughs> right? For some but how they went from oh send God. you the itinerary to to well, we're gonna you would just think if you were gonna do the internal guy, you wouldn't even have interviewed me. Or if you made that decision after you said that, come just, back and just apologize. Just say, yeah, hey, I don't know you're you. You're not coming to Saskatoon Monday. Unpack. Yeah, like, that's it. Stop looking. So he says, we can't do the Saskatoon thing, but mm. I have another job offer for you. And I'm thinking, oh my god. And he's like, we're on a movie to Prince Albert. Prince Albert is yeah. Saskatchewan, yeah. right? I'm like, oh, the what's, Raiders. what's the station? Da, da, da. And he tells me, and I was like, he's like, I want you to talk to, the, to the, my general manager. And I'm just like, yeah, okay, whatever, sounds good. Thinking I'll just I'll talk to him, right? Yeah. I've already accepted the other offer, mm-hmm. but I was like, I may as well talk. Yeah. Hear what it is. I've verbally accepted. I haven't signed anything, gotcha. but it would still be greasy, I think. But either way, I'm like, yeah, I may as well listen. Pen's not on paper. I, I may as well goes. listen. Yep. I go through the whole afternoon. I'm sitting there, and I and I I go to Chelsea and I say, you know what? Fuck these guys. <laughs> not going. And I email him, <laughs> and I said, no. no. 
I'm not even. I I don't even want to talk. I've accepted. Yeah. You know, I really didn't like what you guys did. Uh, I'm sorry. Nice. And he never emailed me back. Never sent it back. Never sent me anything. Just took back. that, put it in the recycle folder. I moved guess on. so. Yeah. I guess, so. and that's how I ended up working yeah, no, no at film. the same spot you did, and we ended up being together. But like, Kismet. I'm talking. Yeah, that close. This close. Yeah. Like, that close. I was in Saskatoon. We yes. were looking yes. at houses. That um. So then that, that was in. That, by the time you got there, and you're going through this probably April, yeah. right? April, May, or yeah. April, I assume mostly. Yeah. In March of that year, I actually went back to uh, Langley, VC, my hometown, yeah. where I'd moved to Squamish from, and took an interview. For an assistant general manager's job with Red Robins. No way. Red Robins restaurant. Really? They offered it to me. Yeah. And it was a significant raise yeah. on what I was making at White Spot at the time. Yeah. And I thought, I could take this. And I you'd could, be back home. I could go back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've been here. It's been a good run. I would have been, uh, I moved up there in 2007. This would have been 2012. So, it was, you know, five years I've been gone. Could have gone back, took that gig. Yeah. And I passed on it. And stuck around White Spot for a couple more months, and then this job came up. It's funny, right? It's funny, man. The things that you things that you dodge, you and don't even realize. Duck. So yeah, we ended up working together again in August 2012. After all that yeah. massive good luck rolls through, and uh, we hung around until you moved on to your next opportunity, November 2013. 13, yeah, so we were like months or yeah, whatever. So yeah, it is. yeah, about about that. Something a little bit less, less than 15, maybe 15 months or whatever. Yeah, it is. and and that was it. Yeah. From 2013, you went and worked a job in Victoria for a couple of years. Yep. I stayed with Mountain FM for about two more years. Yep. And then I kind of hit the end of my rope there, gone as far as I could. I asked for a raise, and uh, there was a, a smirk and a chuckle from our operations manager, <laughs> yeah. which was um, enough motivation to say, you know what? I think I will go into sales for a bit. <laughs> and that was it. So I moved uh, moved back to uh, to Surrey. I worked in sales for two stations, Star 98.3 and Country 107.1 in the in the Fraser Valley there for a bit in Chilliwack and Abbotsford. And I did that for four years. Yeah. Biden time. Terrible. Waiting. Hoping. Yeah. Wishing. Well, so Carl and I, because we stayed, like, we were, we were friends, buddies the whole way through. Yeah, this, yeah. It wasn't like the end of our relationship. No, I visited like, you in Victoria. Yeah, I emceed your wedding. You and I went to that Bill Burr show. Yeah, like, yeah. We always would find time yeah. to see each other if you were on the mainland or if I was over there, whatever it was. And we would always be like, well, maybe yeah. one day. One day. Maybe one day. You never know. Yeah. And it, it almost <laughs> happened. Yeah. It almost happened prior to this job. It almost happened in that summer of 2019. Yeah. The station you were previously at was looking for a co-host. Yeah. And I had a lengthy conversation with both yourself and your program director. Yeah. And then it didn't come through. Didn't come through. They were firmly uh, going in another direction. Yeah. And we were stunned. Yeah. I, I thought it was like, I felt so good about that. Yeah. You were a community pillar. I, I didn't think they would say no. I was yeah. like, this seems insane. Yeah. Yeah. They could have had it. And then they said no, and we actually had a conversation, and we yeah. it's over. That's it. It's over. Yeah. We said, we said to each <laughs> other, I think that was probably it. Yeah. It was so it that I, I was done. I quit radio. Yeah. I moved on. I quit my sales job, and I moved over and, and sold beer. I moved yeah. to a place uh, in Chilliwack called Old Yale Brewing, and uh, I was uh, an on-the-road beer salesman for about four months in the Vancouver Territory, <laughs> going into liquor stores and pubs and, and wherever else would uh, would carry either our kegs or um, different stocks of our beer and trying to get shelf space and do all that, I did that for four months. Yeah, I, I don't want to go into too much about the, yeah. this yeah. job, 
right? Yep. For obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah. But it was just one of those things, like, I, I called you and said, you know how we thought this was dead? You called me on the Saturday of Labor Day long weekend yeah. in 2019. And, yeah, I was going to start my new job on Tuesday. Yeah. So I went into that job knowing in the back of my mind <laughs> that maybe the dream is alive. Yeah. And then I think about two weeks into it, uh, the shadow gov made first contact with me. And I called him from from my place. So I was leaving to drive into Vancouver from Surrey. Yeah. And I actually had to pull over on my route because we were still talking and bullshitting and going back and forth. Yeah. Like, I think this is going pretty good. And so the whole time I was in that job, I kind of had one foot <laughs> yeah. out the door a little bit. And then yeah. sure enough, you know, things things go the way they go. And at the end of October, um, I signed on to come here and join you. And then through a waiting period of whatever, I mm-hmm. uh, got here in January of 2020 and started broadcasting from the White House in February. And then, well. <laughs> <laughs> the world went to shit. Is that, is that episode two? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll do that for episode two. You talk about talk about the uh, yeah. life during the pandemic here. Or? I should mention that I text the shadow gov almost blackout drunk from Belgium, and he still hired me. So I will give him some credit. For that. <laughs> That's true. I'm gonna text him on my anniversary. Yeah, piss drunk every year. I I told Carl. <laughs> you, you text me, and not knowing what time it was there. No, that you're like because you had gone through a process here, and you're like, dude, I think, I think it's you. And we were in this conversation going mm-hmm. back and forth, and I was in Europe at the time. Yeah. I was in Europe with Chelsea celebrating our fifth anniversary. We were driving. We were in. We were in Bruges. Yeah, literally. But I said to Carl, "Don't, don't reach out to <laughs> I was him." Like, now. okay, okay, and I did. <laughs> I sent him a text. I just said, I, I just said, like, oh. I was like, I hope today went well. And if there's anything else I can do on my end <laughs> to uh, improve my prospects, let me know. I double checked it for spelling errors. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but I think he did the time math. He know he knew because he told me the next day he's like oh, I got a contact from Carl he was drunk in Belgium yeah <laughs> he knew right away yeah well <laughs> yeah he still hired you he still hired me anyways well, I won't, yeah we won't go too much far further yeah. into that but um yeah I mean it, it, you know there's there's stuff in between but that is the bare mm-hmm. you know that's that's the it's the most we've been able to give so far yeah in terms of details of you know where we were what we were doing our yeah. radio journey and that kind of stuff yeah. so um yeah there you go for those who've wanted a more detailed answer that's that and yeah. that brings us all the way to uh february of, of 2020 insane pandemic all right yeah let's uh let's get after that tomorrow let's talk about what the pandemic's been like yeah and what it's been like to try to start a radio show right <laughs> through a pandemic <laughs> at a legendary station following yeah. a legendary show. Yeah. It's it's been wild to say the least. So talking about Adam and Joey, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, party people. We appreciate it. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Email the show anytime. Brown at hitsfm.com, soper at hitsfm.com. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice.
Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. The Silver and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM.